Thursday afternoon. I'm joined, as always, by Paul Harrison for a bit of Hong Kong history. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sarah. Now, this isn't exactly Hong Kong history, but a Hong Kong man who went on to make it history. Yes. Um, today, we'll do Bill Anders, um, who's one of the maybe least famous uh, Apollo astronauts, but his work is famous. He, as we're close to Earthrise, Earth Day, he took the famous Earthrise photograph which um, I'm sure everyone knows it if they see it. It's the photograph of a desolate moon with a slanting surface and behind it a bright earth, half the earth in the distance as being the only colourful thing in the universe. Mm. And as Bill put it, we spent $24 billion just to discover earth. It's quite an incredible picture and I had no idea he had Hong Kong connections. Yes, he was born here. Of 24 Apollo astronauts who went into space, 23 of them were born and raised in America, but Bill was raised for the first year of his life in Kowloon and came back later and was born at the Matilda War Memorial Hospital. But he must have spent most of his life in the States, right? Yes, um, most of his life was in America and six days in space. And a year as the ambassador to Norway, I guess, with the name Anders. He's uh, of Norwegian descent. What's the backstory? Why was he? Why were his parents, I should say, in Hong Kong? His dad worked for the U.S. Navy, and for a, a year, um, I don't know what he was doing at that time. He was only a lieutenant, but the family were living in Kowloon, and Bill happened to come along during this posting. They, um, after the posting here, the dad was posted to the, a US, the United States cruiser called Chicago for a few years, but they came back to China in 1937. But they were on the Yangtze River then. But with the troubles, um, they rescued the family um, by taking rail. They didn't take one of their own warships. And he took the rail to Canton, and then they um, stayed at the Victoria Hotel on Charmin, which advertised itself embarrassingly as the only hotel run by Westerners in Canton. <laughs> Uh, as part of my researches, I tried to find the birth notice for um, Bill in the South China Morning Post of this time, but, but came across adverts for this hotel. Okay. It's quite a tenuous link, isn't it, to Hong Kong? <laughs> he was born here. Did, but did you say he came back? Um, well, he came back on the way from Canton, and he was embarrassingly for an astronaut. He was... When he came here in 37, he was frightened of fireworks because he came at the New Year and the fireworks made him very frightened. So um, bad news for a rocket man to be frightened of rockets at that time. His dad had a connection because one of his naval colleagues retired. He's called Yuan Ti He, and he went to Tai Ham Village in Clearwater Bay. And these families have lost contact, or they ha had in the newspaper articles of 68. So if anyone knows Tai Ham Village, there's a person who was living there who knew Bill Anders' dad. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> this is getting more and more tenuous, <laughs> but I'm loving it. Right. So Bill um, had a, um, a brilliant career in America. He got a BSc in science from the Naval Academy and then went on to get a Master's of Science in Nuclear Engineering. 
he then got a job as an intercept pilot um which would mean he was defending America from bombers. And one of the missiles he might have to have carry was a nuclear bomb to fire at the incoming bombers. So it would destroy several bombers with one go, which was a bit of a suicide mission. Mm. So not surprisingly, he gives up that to join the space program. And he becomes, he was the backup pilot for Gemini 11. Um, and he flew on Apollo 8, which was the first... Um, what happened was happening was it was likely that the Russians would likely to get to the moon first, and it was a big space race between America and Russia, Soviet Union, mm. to who can get people and things to the moon. So they accelerated Apollo 8. It wasn't originally attended to go to the moon. It was meant to go up and do experiments in low Earth orbit, but it was the first mission to go to high Earth orbit and escape from a strong Earth gravitational pull. The, their rival, the Russian one, first they were going to send Pavel Belyayu, my Russian is probably wrong, but this they were finding problems with this, so they decided to send it up anyway just to see what happened. Uh, fortunately for Pavel, it blew up 27 miles up, but that was uh, just a few weeks before the Apollo 8 flight. So Bill's crewmates were the famous Lovell, who was went on to be on Apollo 13. Mm played by Tom Hanks in the movie, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and Frank Borman. This flight was done at Christmas 1968. Now, 68 had been quite a bad year um, because Robert Kennedy had been shot, um, as had Martin Luther King, and the situation in Vietnam was getting worse. And they were sent up at Christmas, maybe as publicity stunt, to give people PR over Christmas and to build the, beat the Russians. Bill, being a, a clever chap, he's described as being one of the smartest astronauts, didn't want to defecate in space. That's one re record he didn't want to have. Everyone asks astronauts, how do you do it in space? He didn't want to do it, because how it would be is that he'd have to strip off naked, um, float in gravity with a plastic bag, and put the stuff in there and he didn't fancy doing this so he um, loaded up on um, constipation pills so he did the whole flight completely constipated okay too much information my god so if you see film of him when he gets on the US Yorktown after their successful landing he's the one waddling <laughs> Can we end on a nicer subject than that, though? Okay, they, they, they were worried that they would have space food on Christmas Day, but they didn't. They packed them nice military Christmas rations, so they did get to eat their turkey with all the trimmings, and they even had a tiny amount of brandy, but they were worried that they, if they drank it, they would get that would be blamed for why it had an accident, so they saved the brandy for when they landed. They, they went round the moon uh, ten times taking photographs and uh, Bill Anders was the official photographer of the team. So many of the photographs of the moon are his work and this was as a reconnaissance to see where the next flight should land to 
pick up the best places because mm-hmm. what they didn't want was for a lander to go all this way and land and break a leg and then for the astronauts to be stuck on the moon because that would be very bad PR for NASA. Um, as so he successfully gets back to Earth, as I said, and he saw not many astronauts did get a second flight. Lovell got another one on 13, and he was made Man of the Year with the other two for 1968. And so someone wrote to NASA, thank you very much, um, Bill, Frank, and Jim, you have saved 68 by um, bringing good news and that they can um, go around the moon. Oh, one of the things he's famous for is they worried what they should say when they get to the moon. And so Bill Anders read the start of Genesis in the beginning, da 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 da, the astronomical part of Genesis. And that um, was a famous moving moment for people. And it's even been sampled by Mike Oldfield on Songs of a Distant Earth, if Sarah's looking for music to play. (laughs) (laughs) And that picture, Earth Rising, Mm. even now, is one of the most iconic pictures of all time, isn't it? It's an amazing picture. Um, you can't, if you see it, you can't forget it. And uh, it came from a Hong Kong boy. <laughs> We're going to keep him. We're going to take him as ours. <laughs> yeah, we should at least name a road after him. I was thinking the road outside the Science Museum ought to be called Bill Anders Way. Good idea. And he had a, ma- uh, a strong... <clears throat> many of the astronauts, when they finished their career, were lost. But because Bill described himself as being low on the totem pole, he never apart from being man of the year, had never had that problem and had to go out and get an honest living. And with his nuclear engineering background, he really had a second wonderful career in nuclear energy. And he was vice chair and chair of many government commissions and uh, big name companies like General Electric and General Dynamics and he was a major general in the United States Air Force. And there's a crater named after him on the moon, too. Bill Anders Crater. Yes, or just the Anders Crater on the moon. And whereas many astronauts' families broke up, um, Bill still got the same wife 56 years later, and they have four sons and two daughters. Well, that's a nice story. Paul, thank you very much. Thank you. See you next week. (laughs) 